wanted to jump into um, sort of as we close out the show because you know, sort of hinting at with, you know, what Ingrid was saying with, you know, so much education that's out there. And how do you really pick what to do and what steps to take after you have all of this insight and all of this education? I share a lot of it over on LinkedIn. And so you you might have seen some of my posts that I get there or in some questions that I get there. And the most common question that I get is, okay, well, how this is great advice, but how do I actually put this into action? And I think for a lot of folks, it, it might be a situation, and I've experienced this myself, where you're overthinking of what you should be doing online. There are four basic principles that I believe after 15 years of, of making content online that I think that you should be following because you're learning from my mistakes. And and one of those, those first mistakes is thinking that I have to be everywhere and I have to do all of the things. I, I remember when, you know, sort of social media first started up, there were websites that you could go to and you would enter in your username. So at the time I, I had a company username that I wanted to make sure that I got secured on different social media platforms. So I would go to this website, I would put in my username, my desired username, and then it would list out dozens and dozens and dozens of social media accounts that I needed to claim my business name on it. Because at the time, I didn't know what was going to be the next you know, Instagram or the next Twitter. I just wanted to make sure that I secured my username on those platforms. And what that resulted in is just being frankly overwhelmed by having to be everywhere and be all the things to all the people. So four things that you need in order to simplify your marketing. And that is, we're going to start out with a number four, and that's a four-page website. A lot of companies, if you don't even have a website and you're thinking about getting one, all you need is four pages. You need a homepage, you need a services or a product page, you need an about us, and you need to contact us. A lot of companies will think that they need 10 to 15 different pages on their site or sometimes even more. And while you can grow into that eventually, you really need to hone in on those four pages first in order to make everything else work. Because those four pages are going to be the most visited pages likely on your entire website. The About Us page, from all of the data that I have on my clients and my sites, the the About Us page is the second uh, visited page on all of the websites. Usually they arrive through a blog post or visitors will arrive through a blog post or they'll just Google the company name and then they'll arrive on the homepage. And the next page that they visit after that is the About Us page. So as long as you're focusing on making sure that those four pages are a home run, then you don't necessarily have to worry about building the biggest and best and most perfect website right out of the gates. Focus on those four pages first. Make sure that the the information is geared towards your target audience. And then that way you can expand on it in the future if you need to. Because nine times out of 10, a lot of 3PLs and a lot of carriers, they really only need these uh, a website in order to solidify that they are a trustworthy long-term business in order to partner with. So it's almost a verification process for any drivers or for... Uh, any companies that are looking to do business with you, if they Google your name and you don't have a company website, what are the chances that you think that they're going to take you seriously as a business partner, as somebody that they want to do business with? It's very, very low. So focusing on your four-page website, that's number one. Number two is also sort of in a similar vein, but there's a Google My Business profile. And Google My Business is a location-based for your location-based, almost like a digital real estate listing. So when your company is Googled, 
on the left-hand side of the page, what you will see is a bunch of different you know, results coming from Google and trying to match what they think you want to click on. On the right-hand side of the page though, if you have your Google My Business page claimed, then you will have premium real estate on those search result pages. You can link to your website from those pages. You can publish photos to that particular you know, sort of real estate. And that folks, you also can collect re, uh, reviews right there on your Google My Business page. It's a short uh, authorization process where you have your address and you claim it from Google. They send you a postcard to make sure that you actually are at the residence that you claim you're at. Um, if you are you know, a, a freight broker and you maybe you work from home or you don't want to give out your home address, you can still claim that listing and then just not just have your your address public for the world to see. But a lot of companies in this space, they do want their address to be seen. And so um, you have the ability to list all of your different contact information. And then they also have an, uh, a newer tool. We have it listed in the show notes. Um, but it's a call tracking feature where you can list your phone number to your Google My Business page. And that way, if somebody is looking for your account, or looking for your business, then they have the ability to either go right directly to your website or they can click to call you. And there's call tracking available that's for that. So as soon as you claim your page, then you get all of these different call report analytics that are sent to you on, you know, say a monthly frequency. And you can see directly how many people called that phone number if it was answered right away. Um, and so then you can kind of try to optimize that journey for folks who are calling for that particular number? Are they a customer looking to do business with you? You definitely want to make sure that 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 transition is is smooth for that type of visitor. And then if it's a driver trying to figure out where the hell you're located, that's another instance where you you want to make sure that 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 transition from uh, them searching for you and finding the information that they need is right there at their fingertips. So claim your Google My Business page. It's free and it's one of the better sort of digital real estate investments that you can make. That is free. So the next one is we talked about the website, we've talked about the Google My Business or the Google My uh yeah, Google My Business profile claimed. And then the next one is have a podcast interview with your customer every week. Even if you don't publish this, it's still a great way to gather insight at the verbiage that the customer uses, not you and your colleagues because you're in the trenches of your business. You know what verbiage means. You know what the different acronyms mean. Your customers probably don't know. So when it comes to your email marketing and your social media and your website copy and all of these different things, having that verbiage on your site and in your marketing materials based on what the customer uses is going to attract other customers. That's one of the bigger mistakes that I see for a lot of companies is not interviewing your customers. So that is another one that I I would highly, highly suggest Like I said, it's just an interview. You can record these conversations very easily via Zoom, hopefully get the permission of the person in advance in order to record the conversation. Then you can release it as content for your own company. But if not, you can always keep it private and just use some of that different verbiage in your messaging. It's such a home run. It is such a just a hidden gem um, that not a lot of industries, period, are doing this. But the best companies that talk to their customers on a regular basis and then implement that same type of verbiage are are winning, you know, and you will be beating out 99% of your of your competition just simply by talking to your customers. Such a novel thing, I know. And then the last one, very important, two social media channels max. You want to make sure that you are not spread too thin, that you don't have a profile claimed on all of these different social media platforms. 
That way you can focus on the nuances of that platform and the language that is spoken on that platform. The way that somebody tweets is not the same way that they publish to LinkedIn. I can tell you that firsthand and personal experience. Each platform has their own nuances that you want to make sure you can really focus in and hone in on because... And if you're... If you're spread too thin, it's going to be challenging in order to to get that kind of insight that only comes from using the platform on a daily or just a regular basis. So two social media platforms, max. That was a lot to get in through for today's show. We talked about content moderation. We talked about content creation and the challenges behind both of those things. But also, I just want to leave you guys with, you know, sort of that simplified marketing plan, building out your website, claiming your Google My Business profile, one podcast with a customer every week, and focus on two social media platforms to spread awareness. That is a simplified marketing plan that 99% of businesses out here um, need to be focusing on. And so if you want to be able to, uh, you know, survive a lot of these different challenges, the great resignation, maybe a possible recession in the future, focusing on those key four areas will help a simplified approach and will help you with you know a lot of different other companies that just frankly just don't do a good job of any of those things. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. And if you did like it, I would love if you could rate and review the show on Apple or Spotify. It'll take you like two minutes of your time, but it helps a ton for a creator like me to be able to show that review like a badge of honor. And it also helps the show get discovered by others. If you'd like to see more of my work, head on over to digitaldispatch.io. I've got some new content collections under the resources tab for folks who are freight brokers, truckers, carriers, freight agents, and also a best of collection for how to fix your website and how to fix your marketing. It's all completely free. And again, that tab is under resources over on the digitaldispatch.io website. The website also includes some links to our social media accounts, along with my products and services, in case any of that is of interest to you. Once again, my name is Blythe Bramley, and I thank you for sharing your attention with me today. Until next time, have a magical day.